wrestling capital of the world, Sault Ste. Marie, as we go on a wrestling adventure into the heart of the Pro Wrestling Command Center, the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcasts. And here is our host, EAS. Welcome to Desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast, episode 155. Downloads 19,700. Smackdown results, AEW Rampage results, AEW Collision results, Raw results, NXT results, AEW Dynamite results, WWE Crown Jewel results, AEW Full Gear predictions next week, or this week actually, EAS News of the Week. We're going to tell you about that. NFL Week 10 predictions. AAS Playbook every week, exclusive to Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Our next show is looking at episode 133 and Terry Funk. This week's episode 132 on Mr. Paul Heyman. Book of the Week, Wrestler of the Week, DVD of the Week, Top 10 Singles and Tag Teams, Women's Top 10, EAS Wrestling Show of the Week, Match of the Week, EAS Flashback, This Day in History, and also EAS's Stock Up or Stock Down, EAS's Fate 5 for the Men and for the Women. Also, an EAS spotlight, the top 50 super heavyweights, 50 to 41, a new countdown from the desk of EAS Entertainment Wrestling Historian. More on Facebook. Da- download that. Podbean, download all 154 episodes. Follow me on the X at EAS Desk of 2004. Shout outs to Robin, Stacy, and Wallace, Ron and Knoxville, Jonathan, Detroit, Haynes in West Virginia, Buckshot in the Sioux, Lee in Ohio, Grayson Garrett in Midland, Jody in the Sioux, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island, David in Tucson, Kelly in Canton, Michigan, Libby in the Sioux, Landon in Midland, Kim and Brad Midland, and Michael and Cheyenne in Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. We're getting close to that 20,000 download mark. We appreciate you joining us here at the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast. I am your humbled host, EAS. And welcome to the desk. We're going to talk about big things in SmackDown. We're going to kick things off with WWE SmackDown first. And um, big news week. We've got great news on the EAS news of the week. Friday Night SmackDown results, November 3rd, 2023. LA Knight and Roman Reigns kick off this week's show. We see highlights of last week's show with the focus on being the interaction between Roman Reigns and LA Knight heading into the WWE Universal Championship showdown at WWE's Crown Jewel on Saturday afternoon. It was at 1 o'clock Eastern Time and 10 Pacific. LA Knight's theme music hits and the crowd roars as the commentary trio promotes tomorrow's special start time to be Crown Jewel. Bang the Ring Knight Steam wraps up and he grabs a mic and soaks in the atmosphere as your fans chants his name. Knight starts by saying nearly 1,200 days is, is a long time. It's how long Roman Reigns has been the universe, the WWE undisputed champion. Says what is even more impressive is how fast 1,200 days is going to come to an end. Calls what he's doing the hostile takeover and vows to take over everything the tribal chief stands for. As he continues talking, he interrupts by familiar sound of Reigns theme song. The head of the table emerges... Uh, with his title in hand and the wise man in the bloodline, Paul Heyman by his side and makes his way to the ring as fireworks explode. Settles in the ring and his music dies down. Reigns gets on the mic and says he's going to remind Knight who he is. He talks about what he does. He is cinematic. He says he takes some time off. Things have changed. Expected someone to step up, but not him. Talks about how he's going to smash Knight and leave him in the desert. He says Knight won't be the last one. Megastar says he's coming at Reigns. Differently than the others have in the past, he's not coming to end something at Crown Jewel by dethroning Reigns. He's there to start something, making this the LA Knight era in WWE. Claims to be the megastar because he lives it every damn day. 
tells Reigns he doesn't do warning shots, so he better make sure he's good and done when he leaves him in the desert. He says if the desert is going to keep coming for him, he drops the mic and the two fake go face-to-face. A bunch of officials rush to avoid things accelerating. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Austin Theory is up next. Owen Hart. Owens starts off strong, but Theory ends up taking over and putting the boots to him as Waller sings his praises on commentary. Owens fights back into competitive form, takes over as the crowd comes to life. He knocks Theory out to the floor, and he hits standing sent-down bomb splash onto the A-Town downtown man before turning and trashing Waller on commentary as we head into a mid-match commercial. Come back commercial as we settle back in from the commercial where you see Theory as he's taking over on offense. And matches back in the ring. Theory works Owens over as he slumped in the corner off the ring. Off the ring. Waller jokes to commentator that he beat Owens' wishes. He was still working on Monday nights. Right now, Owens comes back to life and does what he loves best, punches and faces. He decks Theory. Following that up with a pop-up powerbomb, then taunts Waller up to commentary. He pins Austin Theory to win. Kevin Owens' big matchup. Damage Control tries to attack Bianca Belair. Um, and Dakota Kai, Io Sky, and Bailey attack her. And uh, it, then they go back to the ring. Logan Paul uh, backstage with Bobby Lashley the, in the Street Profits. They hug each other. And Bobby Lashley goes, this is what money looks like, telling the Street Profits. Piper Niven and Chelsea Green versus Shotzi and Charlotte Flair in a non-title matchup. Good matchup. An unlikely pairing of Shotzi and Charlotte Flair. They've tagged before, and Charlotte Flair and Shotzi win this match, getting a big win over the World Tag Team Champions. John Cena solo Sokoa face-to-face ahead of Crown Jewel. Uh, the hype up Cena and Solo going face-to-face for the last time before Crown Jewel next. But note, we head into another commercial. Heyman gets on the mic and talks about we're at the end of the days for the Doctor of Thugonomics. Talks about how Cena is doing this to himself and how the fans shouldn't blame him or even their t- tribal chief. Solo stops him and grabs the mic. He asks why Heyman is bothering to talk to the fans. Solo says they came here tonight to talk face-to-face with John Cena. With that said, we hear the familiar sound with entrance theme of the greatest of all time. Audi comes to a big pop and serious look on his face. He settles in the ring and his theme dies down. But Cena chants only grow, grow louder. Sokoa tells Cena he's pissed. He has to wait until tomorrow to kick his ass, but he's going, got orders from the tribal chief to give him the mic to say goodbye to these people while he still can. Because after tomorrow, he won't be able to see, able to. Cena says, that's it. He says, we've been waiting for Solo to talk for a year and ask if that's all he's going to bring to the table. Cena's voice is half gone. He brings up only needing half a voice to cook him. Tells Solo that we all know the only reason he's got a job is because of his cousin. Billy jokes about challenging EO Sky. Good old-fashioned Donnie Brook, Pretty Deadly versus the Brawling Brutes. Very, uh, very aggressive matchup. Both teams did really good, but Pretty Deadly still has the number on the Brawling Brutes. Pretty Deadly wins this. Nick Aldis runs into Paul Heyman backstage. We see a shoot. Uh, Michael, or Nick Aldis, when he approaches Paul Heyman, Heyman tells Aldis if he were him, he'd have a lot of medical personnel. Crown Jewel, he says, Ellen Knight is going to need it. Crown Jewel weigh in. Logan Paul and Rey Mysterio. Bianca Belair versus Bailey is the main event. And Bianca Belair goes on to win this matchup. AEW Rampage results uh, from November 3rd, 2023. This matchup, the opening matchup, was a trios matchup. It was awesome. It was considered match of the week this week. Triple A Mega Champion. El Hidalgo del Vikingo, Penta El Zero Miedo, and the AAA World Cruiserweight Champion, Commander. There's a three-way matchup, not a trios matchup, but a three-way matchup, and this matchup was awesome. 
Pentel Zero Mieto won this matchup, but Commander and El Hilo del Vikingo. Awesome, awesome match. This was a great matchup. If you get a chance, watch it. Just incredible. This is actually going to be considered match of the year. It was that good. Rampage was good, and this is a great opening matchup. Uh, Alex Maravez was backstage with Jeff Jarrett, Karen Jarrett, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and San- Santam Singh. Sanjay said last week I saw that Ortiz was a man down on his luck, defeated by his former best friend, so I extended an invitation to him to the hottest group in pro wrestling today. Can you believe he said no to me? There's no man that knows Eddie Kingston better than Ortiz. He could have been a big help for us guys. Karen Jarrett, why don't we don't need him? We never needed him. Jeff Jarrett, Sanjay does everything he can for this group, but the fact of the matter is you're looking at the greatest faction in all of AEW. We don't need any help, and Jay Lethal is the next ROH world champion. Lethal says you're damn straight. Ortiz isn't even even a factor because when I wish cash in my ROH championship shop, it's one-on-one. It's me against Eddie. I'll be the next Ring of Honor world champion. You can bet on that. They walked away, and Ortiz walked onto the set. Damn, my ears are burning. Somebody was definitely talking about me. I'll deal with them next week, though. The Guns of Bullet Club Gold took on the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels, and Matt Seidel, and the Guns looked crisp and looked great. Uh, RJ City is backstage with Danhausen. Danhausen says, no, 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 I made a mistake. The return is actually next week. Sorry. RJ City says, well, there you have it. Next week, the return of Danhausen. And Danhausen said, thank you. Alex Marvez is backstage with Ruby So and Soraya. Ruby, yeah, I say I've been having a rough go at it in the ring as of late. I mean, ever since Tony Storm left the outcast, we've been in downward spiral. Soraya lost the title and I lost my opportunity at the title. I really wish you were there for that, Soraya. I'm not going to lie to you. Soraya says, Ruby, shut up. Be quiet. You keep talking about Tony like she's a big star, and without her, we'd be nothing. But actually, it's the other way around. And without me, you wouldn't be on TV. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm taking this whole thing out on you, and I just want to be the best for you. Stick with me, and you are going to be a star, kid. Angela Parker walked in on the set and offered to comb Ruby's hair. Don't even think about it, she said. Matt Meyer walked onto the scene and asked Parker what happened last Wednesday night. All you had to do was take the bat and... Uh, Two years of frustration out on Chris Jericho, smash him in the face and win the match. But you couldn't do it. You don't have the dog in you. That's why you couldn't do it. Don't think you have the dog in you. How about it, Parker? Did you ever think that maybe not everyone is frustrated as you are? Going to be a friend of Garcia, and he's got a big match tonight. Marina Shafir versus Sky Blue. Sky Blue looked awesome against Marina Shafir. I like Sky Blue. She wins this. Main event time, Daniel Garcia and Trent Beretta. Excellent matchup. Trent Brett, a part of best friends versus Dana Garcia. Dana Garcia goes on to win this matchup, but it was a great matchup. Enjoyed it very, very much. Big shout outs, Robin, Stacy, and Wallace, Ron, and Knoxville, John, the Detroit Haines in West Virginia, and Buckshot here in the Sioux. AEW Collision, we're at the Bank Arena in Wichita, Kansas. AR Fox and Swerve Strickland, another match of the week, Canada. AEW was on fire this week for matches. Uh, Swerve Strickland, AR Fox. Did awesome. Air Fox did a jumping moonsaw, uh, cleared the rope and did a moonsaw, springboard moonsaws. He did drop kicks and all kinds of flips, and so did uh, Swerve Strickland, but Swerve Strickland goes on to win this matchup. After the match, Air Fox was surrounded by the Gates of Agony. Swerve and Prince Nana, FTR, sprinted the ring and began to brawl with the Gates of Agony. Ricky Starks and Big Bill came down to the aid of the Mogul Embassy. LFI sprinted down and helped clear the ring of the AEW World Tag Team Champions and Mogul Embassy. FTR offered to shake LFI's hands, but LAF declined and got out. LFI, in my opinion, are the next World Trios champions. Um, the Canadian came out wheeling Roderick Strong onto the ramp. David Bennett charged into the ring against their opponents, James McGregor and Brixton Matt Nash, and destroyed them. FTR walked into the scene, greeted their friend Mark Briscoe. Cash offered to pull double duty and tag with Mark tonight. Mark said, 
appreciated that, but he already had partners lined up for his match tonight. Darby Allen took on the Murder Hawk Monster and Lance Archer. Archer dominated most of this match, but Darby Allen gets the quick roll up and get the three count. An unbelievable matchup. Alex Nader backstage with TBS champion Chris Statlander, Will Knight, and Neil and Sky Blue. Uh, Chris says, you had us going there for a second, but you showed up and picked the right side. I want to say thank you for making the right decision. You don't have to thank me because I didn't do anything for you. This is Sky Blue. I did it for Willow because I always have Willow's back, and good luck out there tonight, Willow. Chris, I have your back, too. Uh, Lexi Nair's interviews Alex, the hype guy for the uh, for Pentael Zeta Miedo. Emerson, he and Pentael Zeta Miedo showed up last night that Lucha is life. The Lucha Brothers were circling and Prince not interrupted. Alex said it was disrespectful. Graceful what Swerve did invading Hangman Page's house. Alex said the only thing Penta puts up of Lucha is his family, and he challenged Swerve to a match against Pendel Zeramieto at Dynamite, and it was Dynamite. We'll talk about that later as the show goes on. Up next, we don't care about that. Uh, trio's match. Uh, Kip Sabian, the work horseman, took on Mark Briscoe in the Natural Dustin Rhodes and Limitless Keith Lee. And uh, the good guys win this matchup. Willow Nightingale versus Emery Sakura. And Willow wins this matchup. ROH television champion Samoa Joe says, No, I haven't heard back from MJF yet. You need me to make moves on your behalf. And to watch your back probably until you realize that the man is me. You will continue to endure the pain week after week. Keith Lee walked in the set and said, Samoa Joe hasn't beaten him yet. Samoa Joe said he could remedy that situation Wednesday. And we'll talk about that later on. Main event time. Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood and LFI versus Big Bill, Absolute Ricky Starks and the Gates of Agony. And LFI and FTR go on to win this matchup. It was hard hitting. All the teams got their shit in, and it was a really good matchup. On the way, we have the EAS. EAS is Fave 5 for the men and for the women. EAS is Stock Up or Stock Down. Also, Wrestler of the Week and Book of the Week, which was an interesting read. Big shout-outs to Robin, Stacey, Wallace, Ron in Knoxville, and Michael and Cheyenne here in the Sioux. Monday Night Raw was a good one. Seth Rollins and Sami Zayn kick off this week's show. From there, we shoot inside the arena as fireworks explode, and Michael Cole welcomes us to the show. Brings up Sami Zayn having his band coming out to deal with Damian Priest. During the bout, Rollins asks Zayn to come out and join the party. Sami Zayn hits. Out comes Rollins telling Zayn he have expected him to come to the ring with money in the bank. Briefcase, I guess, is... He guesses Adam Pierce made him give it back. Zane says that's a good guess because that's exactly what happened. Rollins then thanks Sammy for having his back and dealing with Priest. The Crown Jewel, he says, since Saturday, he's been thinking of how to repay him. Zane cuts him off and says he's glad he was able to help out, but that's not why he did it. He says he did it because he's been dealing with the Judgment Day for months. Sammy gets fired up and talks about how he's not going to let the Judgment Day run the show. Rollins says that's what he's always loved about Sammy. Stands up for what he believes in, whether he's outnumbered or not. Ron says the Judgment Day doesn't run raw. He does. He looks at his title and says, while he's a champ, he calls the shots. Says the briefcase isn't the only way to get a shot at his title. He says the reason he knew about it and Pierce making him give the briefcase back because he went to the office right after Zane left. Says he went for the same reason he tells Zane he gets several world title match whenever he wants. And all he has to do is ask. Zane looks around the crowd and gets fired up. Excuse me again. While talking about he's going to win the title, he says when he does, he's going to beat a champ who isn't compromised. He says everyone knows Rollins isn't 100% right now. Rollins tells Zane to cut the crap. He asks Zane if he's 100% right now. He says guys like them are never 100%, but that never stops them from giving 100%. 
Tell Sammy again he's got a world title match with his name on it. Just when Zane gets a serious look at his eyes, says he can't think of a better place than right here and right now. So later on tonight in the main event for the World's Heavyweight title in WWE, Seth Frickin' Rollins versus Sammy Zane. The New Day versus the Judgment Day in a non-title matchup, and the Judgment Day wins this pretty easily. Drew McIntyre doesn't want to talk. Shinsuke Nakamura destroys Akira Tozawa. Uh, update on WWE World's Women's World title and Intercontinental titles. When we return, we see a lengthy Natalia video. Intercontinental Eliminator, The Miz, Bronson Reed, Ivar, and Ricochet. The Miz, a former eight-time Intercontinental Champion. Ricochet, also a former Intercontinental Champion. The Miz goes on to win this and will face Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship at the Survivor Series in Chicago, Illinois, at the All-State Arena. Uh, the Creed Brothers back on Raw. They signed a deal with Ivy Nile and the Creed Brothers are in permanently on Raw against DIY. Excellent matchup. I love DIY. I love the Creed Brothers. The Creed Brothers go on to win this. The Creed Brothers are future world tag team champions, period. They're former NXT world tag team champions. Main event time, Jey Uso approaches Sami Zayn back. Main event, Jey Uso approaches Sami Zayn backstage. So wait for the Elimination Chamber in Australia. And then backstage, Sami Zayn is seen watching footage of him coming up short to Roman Reigns this year at this year's Elimination Chamber due to the bloodline. Wraps up main event, Jey Uso comes and apologizes for what happened back then. Zane says that it's old news. Jay tells him good luck tonight, informs him uh, per Adam Pierce that he and Cody Rhodes have a rematch for the tag team championships next week against the Judgment Day. Number one contenders battle royal went on, and Zoe Stark is the new number one contender for the World's Heavyweight title. That will happen at the Survivor Series. Main event time, Sami Zayn versus the World's Heavyweight Champion, Seth Frickin' Rollins. This matchup was awesome. Came really close to seeing Sami Zayn becoming the new World's Heavyweight Champion. He did not win the World's Heavyweight Champion. Seth Rollins wins with the curb stop. Gets the three count, and it was a great, great matchup. So, excellent matchup. And uh, Crown Jewel results, I'm going to tell you here in a minute. Crown Jewel results. We did AEW Dynamite results, Raw results. Oh, we didn't do NXT results yet. My apologies. We're doing raw results. We haven't even gone to NXT results. My apologies. We're skipping way ahead on the thing. NXT results. Noam Dar, the Heritage Cup champion, takes on Akira Tazawa. And this was a really good matchup. Went to six rounds, and Noam Dar defeats Akira Tazawa 2-1. To, to Zia Lee confronts Lara Valkyria. Zia Lee gets thrown out, and Lara Valkyria will take on Zia Lee down the road. Iron Survivors Challenge qualifying match, Tiffany Stratton versus Fallon Henley. This is a great matchup. Tiffany Stratton goes on to win this close one against Fallon Henley. Baron Corbin interrupts Wesley's backstage interview. Wesley, the former North American champion and world tag team champion, is back. And uh, Baron Corbin talks trash to Lee. Lee tells Corbin that Ilya Dragunov was going to beat the brakes off of him. Said the only thing that would be better is doing it himself. Corbin tells him they would both fail. Braun Breaker versus Von Wagner. The return Von Wagner looked awesome. He put Braun Breaker through a table after he lost. Braun Breaker goes on to win this, and it's really close to Braun Breaker going to Raw for my inside sources. Mackenzie Mitchell asked Carmelo Hayes about interaction with Trick Williams. Uh, Hayes says his reaction was because his friend was back soon after such a vicious attack. She asked him, how we knew it was such a vicious attack, he says, because he saw him get loaded into an ambulance right after it happened. He gets offended and ends up walking off. Roxanne Perez and Kalini Jordan versus Lola Weiss and Electra Lopez. Pretty good tag team matchup, but Roxanne Perez and Kalini Jordan go on to win this. Otis versus Drew Gulak. 
Otis goes on to win this matchup. Iron Survivor Challenge qualifying match. Dijak Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate wins this in a close matchup. <coughs> I like Tyler Bate a lot. He goes on to win. Trick Williams, Carmelo Hayes go face-to-face. -face. In the parking lot, we see Trick Williams pull up in the car and pop out. He begins walking towards the CWC as Vic Joseph says he and Carmelo Hayes go face-to-face -face ring. Next on that note, when we return, announce that Lita will pick the Iron uh, Survivor Challenge qualifying match for the next week's NXT, Chase U versus the family for the tag team titles. Also confirmed for next week's show. Uh, then we see Carmelo Hayes is already standing in the ring. He wastes no time in calling out Trick Williams to sort out things. Says this is bigger than the NXT World Championship theme for Trick hits out and uh, comes out and chants from the crowd. Whoop that trick as Booker e does the hip-hop ad-libs. Best entrance in the game by far, I agree. And uh, Trick says he has to ask Hayes, ask him what he talks about, how he knew Trick was destined for greatness in the beginning. When the NFL didn't work out, he knew Trick was still destined for greatness. Hayes asked if that answers his question. Trick says he wants to give his moment and gave him his main event. William says whenever Hayes needs him, he needs his back. He asked where Hayes was when he needed him. He says he didn't even see what happened, but all he knows is that he wasn't there for him. Hayes says, so don't do, didn't see what didn't. Trick said he got hit in the side of the head thing. He knew he was walking, waking up refs over him, so he didn't know. Lexus King came out from Brian Pillman Jr., started talking. Lex King says he wants to say whatever everyone else in this business thing. He says that he's been sucking his thumb for weeks. He's going to attack Lexus. Alexis moves and Trick ends up taking out Hayes. It was great NXT. I enjoyed it very, very much. We're going to look at AEW Dynamite here in mere moments. Before we do that, we're big shout-outs. Robin Stacey Wallace, Ron in Knoxville. Uh, Jonathan Detroit and Haynes in West Virginia. Kelly in Canton, Michigan. Beautiful wife, Jody, here in the Sioux. AEW Dynamite results. And coming up, we've got Crown Jewel Reaction and Full Gear Predictions, EAS News of the Week, and NFL Week 10 Predictions. So AEW Dynamite is on the docket. Uh, we're live at the Moda Center in Portland, Oregon, where the Portland Trailblazers play. Tony Schiavone is backstage with AEW World Champion MJF to kick off the show. MJF says, congratulations, Jay White, because you're not going to pin me again like you did last week. His phone rings, vibrates, and it was Adam Cole calling. Adam, what's going on? Uh, Adam Cole says, hey, man, I'm really worried about you, man. It kills me that I can't be there with you, but I have to tell you, this is your best friend. Full gear is coming up. Match against the guns, and I know you really don't want to hear this, but if you want to win this match, I think you got to take some old Joe up on his offer. And Jeff says again with this, been telling me all week it's not happening, and I don't need him. I can defend our titles, and that's a promise. We're going to handle Bullet Club Gold after I handle Daniel Garcia. Garcia interrupts MJF by walking on the set. Matt Menard and Angela Parker Garcia says, Going to handle me, huh? MJF, you want to be a have a chat? Why do you think I agree to the world title shot tonight? Do you think it's because your perfect win-loss record? Nah, I don't think so. It's because I believe in you. It's because I see a little bit of myself in you back when I would listen to quote unquote veterans trying to tell me how to run my business. Proven its talent over 10 years. So tonight I'm getting Danny Garcia, the sports entertainer, or am I getting professional wrestler? Garcia says tonight you get a professional wrestler. Roger Strong and Kingdom rolled into the set. Rob Strong says, yo, Max, I know you already know this, but I'm a wrestling legend. I could easily give you some tips, dude. You know what's funny? You're a wrestling legend. You have turned into a complete joke, Adam. Got to go. I love you. Roderick, Adam, don't you see that? That's exactly what the devil would do. Dude, he would walk away. Adam Cole hung up. Roderick, it's time to remind everyone exactly who the hell I am. MJF opens the show as the world's heavyweight champion, obviously, against Angelo Parker, or against, pardon me, Daniel Garcia with Matt Menard and Angela Parker. This is a great matchup. 
enjoyed it. Daniel Garcia put in the work, looked great. Could be a future World's Heavyweight Champion, but MJF wins this. Darby Allen Sting versus the Outrunners. And Darby Allen and Sting go on to win this matchup. Early in the day, there was a sit-down here between the world champion, Hikiro Shida, and timeless Tony Storm, conducted by Tony Schiavone. Shida says, what happened to you, Tony Storm? You wanted this title? I don't think so. You want attention? Paid your silly acting? Tony Storm, you you happen to be, happened to me, darling. I was meant to walk into Wembley with that title, and then you happened. You don't happen anymore. I happen. I couldn't make history, so I became history. May have that title, but you'll never have the spotlight. Shida, you know what? What? Will happen is what always happens. I'll be you at full gear. Tony, very well. There's a saying in show business. Chin up, bleep out, and watch for the shoe. She knocks the shoe away, and Sheeta and Tony glared at one another. Swerve Strickland versus Penta El Zero Miedo. Excellent matchup. This matchup was a great matchup. If you get a chance, watch it. Penta's arm, Swerve Stomp, crashing down on Penta, pinning him for the victory. I was shocked to see that Swerve Strickland win in this matchup. Hagman came out, swinging a chair, looked possessed. They're facing each other at full gear. Alex Marvez with Bullet Club Gold Switchblade, Jay White, and Juice Robinson in the guns. Jay White says, I'm here with the Bang Bang Belt. Took a vacation, but I still turned, in to, uh, still turned into collision. And what did I see after I pinned MJF last week on Dynamite? He said, he, AJ, what do you go up, compare our names on some graph chart on the internet? Max, you want me to play along? I'll indulge you. Maybe... The graphs are like that because you spend all your time searching your name, hoping one day you'll see those graphs in a way that will appear on those insecurities of yours. Jay White will always be better than you, and everybody knows it. I'm truly elite, and I will show that tonight against Mark Briscoe. MJF, just sit back and watch and breathe with the switchblade. Renee Paquette, Renee's backstage interviewing Golden Jets, Chris Jericho, and Kenny Omega to their dynamite match against Don Callis' family. will be take place next Wednesday. Jericho, I think when Don proposed this match, he didn't think that Kotobushi and Paul White but have our backs and be our partners. You see, we've got some good friends. Excuse me. <laughs> the Young Bucks, Matt, Nick Jackson, walked onto the set, interrupted. Matt Jackson, you know, we actually set up camp with extras in the broom closet because there's no space in our locker room. Chris's bag is so big. Hey, but I like what you're doing here. This whole tag team thing, sweet promo. I even heard you had a real cool new name, the Golden Jets. I bet you came up with that, huh, Chris? You know another cool name? Remember one, the Elite, the guys who started this whole damn place. That's a cool name, too. Jericho goes, that's funny. You didn't have Kenny's back when Will Hobbs was beating the hell out of him a few weeks ago with his steel chair. Remember, essentially, it was the four of us starting AEW who helped get this company off the ground. Matt Jackson, you would say that you would put yourself up the pedestal with us because the way I remember it was created the revolution. You just waltzed in and cashed in another big check paycheck, didn't you, Chris? Jericho, I want you to remember when you're talking to here, talking to Kenny F and Omega and Chris Jericho, were two of the greatest to ever do this in the history of pro wrestling. So even though you might be the greatest tag team in the world, I'll give you all the credit for this, that. Still think Jericho and Omega can beat you. Nick Jackson can beat us. There's a big show coming up. Matt Jackson says the light bulb just went off. I don't think you guys are booked either. It's called Full Gear. How about Kenny Omega, our best friend and Chris Jericho against Nick and Matt Jackson, the Young Bucks, best damn tag team of all time. You said it yourself. Chris Jericho says, well, um, I kind of like that idea. But let's put a little more uh, steam on it. How about the Jericho and Omega beat the Young Bucks at full gear and we beat you? That guaranteed title shot that you're sitting on goes to us. Matt Jackson says, I like the way you're thinking here, Chris. How about when we beat you and we will right in the middle of the clean as whistle? How about the Golden Jets thing is no more and we can start doing the Elite again? How about that, Kenny? Kenny Omega says, look, 
if this is about who's the greatest tag team of all time, it's you. I don't want to wrestle you guys, but if you're asking me, do I think I can beat you? Or have been down the road that road before and uh want to talk about Ibushi, you want to talk about Hangman, Kenny Omega, and Chris Jericho. Rise of the challenge, we can do it. So if you guys really want to face us, we'll do it. And that maybe you'll clean up your act. And maybe you'll start acting like adults, real adults, of sissy bitchy children. I think you had to hear it from someone like me. So see you in LA at Full Gear. Jericho Bucks, I'll be happy to take you to the woodshed and beat your little spoiled brat asses by the way of my own dressing room. ROH World Television Champion Samoa Joe and Limitless Keith Lee. This is a awesome matchup. Two immovable forces uh, beating the shit out of each other. But Samoa Joe wins this match. And after he wins it, he says, I want the AEW World title. I'm vacating the World Television Championship. Didn't see that coming. AEW International Champion freshly squeezed Orange Cassidy with FTW, with FTW Champion. The Handsome Devil Hook was backstage. Cassidy says, John Mox, you must have lost your mind saying that I overlooked you, that I don't respect you. You're the only person that I've ever been thinking about since you left. Me in a pool of my own blood in Chicago after taking my international championship. And I'm sorry that when the opportunity knocks, I didn't pick up the pieces of Ray Phoenix, picked up pieces of the Intercontinental Championship that you dropped, and now holding it doesn't feel the same because I need to beat you. I have to beat you in order to be the Intercontinental International Champion that I know I am, and at full gear, I'll beat you. The gun stuck on the Bollywood Boys. Guns, short work of the Bollywood Boys. John Moxley's backstage with Wheeler, Utah. Moxley says, we heard what Orange Cassidy had to say, and I knew it. I've been getting calls all week to let Orange off the hook. I knew that Orange knew exactly what he was doing. It's about the laws of nature. The business is jungle, and the BCC are a dominant pack of predators. What kind of example would it be setting for young Wheeler if I didn't beat the piss out of you, Orange? What kind of example would it be setting for Hook, teaching him, can't just do any say what he wants and it'll be fine. You don't even deserve to get to full gear. So the minute we land in LAX, it's on gang warfare. You, whoever you want to bring, Wheeler Hook, you might think you're some tough guy, but I guarantee you crossed the wrong crew. See you at Cali, pretty boy. House of Black's Julia Hart versus Red Velvet. Julia Hart wins this matchup. Loves Julia Hart, and she did really good uh, after Red Velvet came back after injury. RJ City backstage introduced the newest A to be signing. Mariah May, and she says, I'm excited to be in AEW. I wrestle all over the world. This came from stardom in Japan. I'm so excited to be part of the AEW Women's Division, and I'm a big fan of your work. Tony Storm is the reason I'm here. I went, I went to Japan because Tony went to Japan. Tony's AEW, so I'm in AEW. So they're doing the whole gimmick of she's going to be the stalker now. Maybe next week I get to introduce you. You're going to introduce me to Tony Storm. Switchblade Jay White in the main event. It's Mark Briscoe. This is a good matchup, not a great matchup. Jay White. Does a switchblade on Mark Briscoe and gets the three count. AEW Dynamite results. And are not AEW Dynamite results. We already did that. Crown Jewel results. Reaction on Crown Jewel. Crown Jewel was a good pay-per-view. Was not great. Um, kick things out with Sami Zayn and JD McDonough. This was a great matchup. And I was surprised that Sami Zayn won this. I thought JD McDonough was going to win this for sure. But Sami Zayn went on to win. JD McDonough keeps growing. And he's a future world's heavyweight champion. John Cena and Solo Sokoa. Sokoa destroyed John Cena with uh, Samoan Spike after Samoan Spike after Samoan Spike. Cody Rhodes and Damian Priest was an excellent matchup. Cody Rhodes going on to win this. Rey Mysterio and Logan Paul for the United States Championship. This is a better match than I thought it would be. And Logan Paul wins the United States Championship. Another part-timer. Rhea Ripley defeats Nia Jax, Raquel Rodriguez, Shayna Baszler, Zoe Stark in the world title matchup. Excellent matchup. At one time, Shayna Baszler had... Raquel Rodriguez and Zoe Stark in submission and Nia Jax. 
The ones you didn't have was Rhea Ripley. It was great. Uh, Io Sky defeats Bianca Belair. I was surprised that Knoxville's finest Bianca Belair lost, but Io Sky continues. We saw the return of Kyrie Sane, who is a heel, and with Io Sky. I don't know if that means the end of their little crew and Io Sky and uh, she's with her new partner. So Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre kick things off. This was an excellent matchup, and Seth Rollins defeated Drew McIntyre, retaining the World Heavyweight title. The main event, undisputed world title, Roman Reigns versus LA Knight. Roman Reigns wins this. Thought LA Knight had a chance. But we still have the outside interference. Here's an idea. WrestleMania 40, Hell on a Cell for the Undisputed World Heavyweight title, Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. I said it, and I mean it. Big shout-outs to Buckshot and the Sioux, Sioux, Lee in Ohio, Robin, Stacey, and Wallace, and Ron in Knoxville, and my beautiful wife Jody here in the Sioux. AEW Full Gear predictions coming at you. This is the card that I have per... Uh, when I'm looking up here, and we'll go Kenny Megan, Chris Jericho versus the Young Bucks. I think the Young Bucks will win this. Hangman Adam Page will beat Swerve Strickland. Orange Cass will beat John Moxley, retain the international title. Sting, Darby Allen, Adam Copeland will beat Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, Nick Wayne. Uh, Timeless Tony Storm becomes the new world champion, MJF and Jay White. I like MJF winning this, but they're going to see the unmasking, and I think the unmasking is going to be. Uh, the kingdom is beating up uh, the trio's champions, the acclaim. I think it's going to be the kingdom of Roderick Strong and Matt Taven and Mike Bennett and their leader, who was also part of the kingdom at one time, Adam Cole. This is my prediction. MJF, uh, with help from Samoa Joe, will retain the World High Team Championship chips against the guns, but later we'll find out being that'll be the opener of um, Zero Hour on that. So EAS, new, EAS News of the Week, uh, NXT five-year deal in uh, on the CW starts in 2024. And before we get to NFL Week predictions, is coming up here in mere moments, and we'll bring that over here. NFL Week 10 predictions. Last week, I was 10 and 4, and uh, I was proud of that very much. 10 and 4 was a great uh, 10 and 4 was a great start. Uh, from last week, I was 11 and 5, but I've been three weeks, so I was really good. But 10 and 4, 25 and 19 overall. Uh, the Bears, I picked to beat the Panthers, and they won uh, last night. Colts over the Pats, Ravens over the Browns, who've been red hot. Bengals over the Texans, Jags over San Francisco, New Orleans over Minnesota, Steelers over the Packers, Bucks over the Titans, Cards over Atlanta, the Lions over the Chargers, Dallas will beat the Giants in a route, Seattle over Washington. That's a lock of the week, Dallas and the Giants. Uh, Raiders, again, I'm picking them over the Jets. I'm taking the Denver Broncos. The defense has been looking good, and uh, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos over the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. The Next VAS Achievement Wrestling Podcast is proud to bring in our very first sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles. Landon Teal is the man that took up EAS with a lot of his stuff in his sports room that you have seen on my Facebook page on Thursday for my show at 2 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 989-329-1770. Text or call Landon Teal. He'll hook you up. I'm going to buy action figures, comics, cartoon, and pop culture items. He'll buy individual items or bulk collections. He's located in the Midland Mall. 
near the target. He is also following him on Google, Facebook, and Instagram. He's looking for vintage, modern, and used and new stuff. Just mention the Descubillas Chamber Wrestling Podcast too. And Landon Teal at 989-329-1770. And Landon, my boy, will hook you up. TNT Toys and Collectibles inside the Midland Mall near Target. Landon Deals the Landon Teal is the man to get a hold of. 989-329-1770. Text or call him. He'll hook you up. Welcome back to the Desk VAS Chamber of Wrestling Podcast, episode 155. Downloads 19,700. Tell a friend. We want to get to 20,000 downloads. EAS Playbook every week, exclusive Facebook at 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Our next show is looking at episode 133 on the outlaw, Terry Funk. Book of the week, this is a great book. It's an older book, A Star Shattered, Tammy Sunny Cinch. Wrestler of the week, Penta El Zero Miedo. DVD of the week, WWE Sting Into the Light. Top 10 singles and tag teams for the men. Number 10, Acclaim, the AEW Trios Champions at number 10. The House of Black, the number one contenders of the AEW Trios Championships. Down three notches from six to nine. Stax and D'Angelo, the number one contenders in the NXT World Tag Team titles, are at or up. No, are at number eight. DIY, the number two contenders, WWE World Tag Team titles, up three notches from 10 to seven. Big Bill and Ricky Starks, the AEW World Tag Team champions, fall four notches from two to six. Young Bucks, the number two contenders, the AEW World Tag Team titles, up four notches from nine to five. FTR, the number one contenders, the AEW World Tag Team championships, up three notches from seven to four. Judgment Day, the WWE World Tag Team champions, up one from four to three. Chase U, the NXT World Tag Team Champions, down one to number two. The Cree Brothers, no more contenders. WWE World Tag Team Titles, up two notches from three to one. Men's Top 10, Eddie Kingston, the ROH World Champion, falls three notches from seven to ten. Hook, the FTW World Champion, down one notch from eight to nine. Sami Zayn, the number two contender to the WWE World Title, is back on the countdown at number eight. Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, no more contender to the WWE World Title, is at number seven. LA Knight, the number one contender to the WWE Undisputed Title, is down four notches from two to six. Roman Reigns, the WWE Undisputed Champion, up one notch from six to five. Jay White, the number one contender of the AEW World Title, the biggest mover on the countdown, up six big notches from 10 to four. MJF, the AEW World Champion, is up one notch from four to three. And Orange Cassidy, the AEW International Champion, up one from three to two. And Seth Rollins, the WWE World Champion, is number one. The women's top 10. Bianca Belair, the number two contender of the WWE Undisputed title is 10. Charlotte Flair, the number one contender of the WWE Undisputed title is down one from eight to nine. Julia Hart back on the countdown, number one contender of the AEW TBS title. Hikaru Shida, the AEW World Champion, is up one or down one from six to seven. Timeless Tony Storm, the number one contender of the AEW World title, up one notch from seven to six. Tiffany Stratton, the number one contender of the NXT World title, up five big notches from 10 to five. Chris Dantlander, the AEW TBS champion, down two notches from two to four. EO Sky, the WWE Undisputed champion, up one from four to three. Rhea Ripley, the WWE World champion, up four notches from six to two. And at number one, the NXT World's Heavyweight champion, Lara Valkyria. Lara Valkyria. EAS Wrestling Show of the Week, WWE's Raw. Match of the Week, Creed Brothers uh, took on DIY on Raw and Penta El Zero Miedo versus... Um, versus El Del Vikingo and Commander on AEW Rampage. And in mere moments, we're going to talk to, this was on um, TSN, 
which is the sports network in Ontario, and it's called Off the Record. It's back in 1997, and the host is going to talk to Paul Heyman. He's going to talk to Paul Heyman as soon as this starts. Business of wrestling. The fans don't want BS. They actually resent it. That's why I'm so pumped about today's show because Paul Heyman is known to be one of the sharpest guys in the world when it comes to pro wrestling. I'm also sure that he'll try to snow us at least a couple of times. Is that true, Paul? Definitely. Okay, well, let's see if you're going to start the snow job right away. Let's talk about the man that was the driving force, I think, behind your company for a lot of years. And his name, of course, is Stone Cold Steve Austin. You may be one of the guys that, that actually found him way back when. Why did he leave the company? And is it true that he left because he would not do a work that he would not lay down for Brock Lesnar? I think it had a lot more to do with whether Stone Cold Steve Austin wanted to work with Brock Lesnar or not. Uh, it was brewing for a long time. And, and Austin was clearly getting very pissed off. And uh, Steve is a guy that's made a lot of money. And he made enough money now where I think he could probably live off the interest for the rest of his life and never touch the principal. And that's a dangerous guy to do business with because he has the ability one day to say, screw you, I'm going home. And which he did, right? Which is exactly which he what he did. did. Now, now, he had a sense that he was going to be phased out, phased down. It, it, was that a legitimate fear that he had? I don't think so. I don't think so, but I don't see. I don't know really what prompted Steve to walk out. I don't know what really happened, and I don't think anybody really knows besides Steve and Vince McMahon. He was unhappy with the booking. I think. I think that that's a fair clear. That may not have been the whole story, but he didn't like the way things were evolving with his character. He didn't like NWO. Clearly, clearly didn't like a lot of things about the company, and and I, you know, Steve also was frustrated with uh, communication. And Steve was also frustrated with a lot of things involving the usage of his wife, Deborah. He just was very, very frustrated. And he wasn't getting satisfaction with his concerns. His concerns were not being assuaged to his satisfaction to the point where one day he was flying to Atlanta. He got into Atlanta and he said, you know what? I'm going home. I don't want this. I don't need this. And I think also it had a lot to do with the dynamic between Steve and Vince McMahon. Because Vince loves confrontation. If Vince were on your show... And he has been many times. This is how Vince was being. Right. Vince, is, Vince enjoys the spirit of, of confrontation. And Steve didn't give Vince the one thing that I think Vince would want if Steve were to walk out, which is the right to say, screw you, goodbye, or hey, let's work this out. But Vince never had the chance to say either one of those to Steve because Steve simply took his ball. Yeah, but did Vince blow it when I say Vince? I mean the WWE because because I, you know the company has struggled in a lot of levels right now, and he is a huge money guy. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Did they not do enough to keep him happy? It's a double-edged sword here because I don't know if maybe that character needed some time off. I mean, that was a real strong character that had a lot of crazy things to do. And once you do all these wild yeah, but, crazy but you know things, what? I've got to say, Paul, that, that the company doesn't have a lot of stars. You got you had The Rock and you had Stone Cold. And now without those guys, the company is not as strong as it was before. So I think you've got to look back and say, you know what? We should have kept the guy happy, even if he was a pain in the ass and even if he, if he was making unfair demands. I mean, sports teams do that all the time. They acquiesce to the guys that they know make them the money. But you see, I, I can't tell you that Steve was a pain in the ass because he was never a pain in the ass to me. And I did a lot. When, when Steve was doing the what, what, beer, what, cerveza, what, a lot of the what stuff I worked with Steve on. Uh, not exclusively. I was one of many that did. But I never had a problem. Mr. Paul Heyman, please check out our sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles, at 680 Eastman Avenue in Midland, Michigan, inside the Midland Mall next to Target. 
looking to buy action figures, comics, cartoons, and pop culture items, also buy in bulk, contact them at 989-329-1770. That's 989-329-1770. Please let them know that the desk of EAS sent you. EAS is stock up or stock down. Paul Heyman's stock is up. Roman Reigns' stock is up. Zoe Stark's stock is way up. Brawling Brutes, their stock is down. Black Bull Combat Club, in my opinion, their stock is down. Heyman Adam Page, his stock is down, in my opinion. That's just my opinion, old EAS's opinion on that. Also, EAS is fave five for the men. Solo Sokoa at number five. Debuts MJF, falls three notches from one to four. Creed Brothers up one notch from four to three. Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare up one from three to two. And LA Knight moves up from two to one. Women's fave five, Julia Hart at number five. Lara Valkyrie at number four. Charlotte Flair at number three. Becky Lynch at number two. And Tiffany Stratton is number one on the women's fave five. The desk of EAS Entertainment would like to thank our biggest sponsor, TNT Toys and Collectibles, at 6800 Eastman Avenue in beautiful Midland, Michigan, inside the Midland Mall. It's your blast from the past store items from your childhood and a huge collection of wrestling figures that buy, sell, and also they sell comic books and other novelty items. Contact the store owner, Landon, and tell them the desk of EAS, the champion of wrestling podcast, sent you to TNT Toys and Collectibles in beautiful Midland, Michigan. Welcome back to the Desk of EAS, Chairman Wrestling Podcast. You're listening to episode 155, 19,700 downloads. EAS Spotlight is on Walter Hanna. Who is Walter Hanna? Walter Hanna is Gunther, former NXT United Kingdom champion and the longest reigning ever, ever intercontinental champion. Like uh, Gunther, he is a great wrestler. And we're going to talk about Walter Hanna, born 20th of August 20th, 1987, in Austria. He's currently signed in WWE when he performs on Raw Brand under the ring name Gunther. He's the leader of the Imperium stable. He is he also has wrestled independently at as his given name, Walter Westside Extreme Wrestling, WXW, becoming a three-time WXW Unified World Wrestling Champion, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, where he's a former one-time PWG world champion, and Pro Progress Wrestling, where he's a former Progress. Unified World Champion. We'll go more into uh, Walter or Gunther. He's married to Ginny, uh, the fashionista from NXT UK, if you watch that. And married in 2023, just this year. He was ring names are Big Daddy Walter, Big Van Walter, uh, Gunther, Walter, and Walter Hanna. Uh, Vienna Austrian by Michael Kovac uh, and two Japanese wrestlers, Takwana and Tamarso Ishii, the Stone Cold Pitbull. I did not know about that. Wrestled Westside Extreme Wrestling in 2007 to 2020. Uh, he wrestled El Generico, which we know as Sami Zayn in Big Japan Pro Wrestling in Tokyo, Japan. Uh, he was a WXW World Tag Team Champion at day three of the 16 karat gold with John, uh, Jonathan Grisham, uh, who is a former Ring of Honor World Tag Champion. Progress Wrestling. Walter debuted as Big Daddy Walter in Progress Wrestling in 2015, Super Strong Style 16-man tournament, the Electric Ballroom in London, losing to Rampage Brown, who was excellent. He was in Evolve um, and in Pro Wrestling Gorilla. He wrestled Zack Sabre Jr., pinning him in a tournament to become the PWGP World Champion. He longest reigning NXT United Kingdom Champion, and he is the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion right now. 
He is the uh, he is the leader of Imperium, and they looked awesome. Clash of the Castle had a great matchup with uh, Sheamus, one of the best matches I considered match of. I said it was match of the year in 2022. And uh, also on Gunther, we get to championships and accomplishments. CBS match of the year in 2020 versus Ilya Dragunov. You want to talk about a hard-hitting matchup. That was a hard-hitting matchup and uh, enjoyed uh, that matchup very, very, very much. And uh, we saw Gunther go on to win this matchup and win the United Kingdom Championship. He also is the fine internet championship one-time ESPN match of the year versus Sheamus at Clash at the Castle. European wrestling promotion, EWP tag team champion one time, Michael Kovac, which was one of his trainers. Finity Trophy 2018 Fight Club Pro. German Stampede Wrestling, GSW tag team champion one time, with Robert Dressick, over-the-top wrestling champion one time. Progress Wrestling, Atlant- Atlantis champion three times, Progress Unified World champion once. PWF uh, Wrestling Champion, PWG World Champion, ranked number four of the top 500 single wrestlers, PW500 in 2023. He had a hell, hell of a matchup there and uh, was the number four man in pro wrestling. I love Gunther. He's one of my favorites. Uh, ranked number four, like I said, number 20 man Halloween Royal Rumble 2006 Kings of Europe, ROE King of Europe number one contenders championship tournament in 2017 TNT World Championship one time. WXW Unified World Wrestling Champion three times. WXW World Team Champion four times. Robert Resic once. Zach Sabre Jr. once. Timothy Thatcher and Ilya Dragunov once. 16 karat gold 2010 uh, World Tag Team Tournament with Zach Sabre Jr. They won World Tag Team League with Timothy Thatcher. Vicious 11 Tournament 2019 Wrestling Observer Newsletter, European MVP 2018 to 2020. Intercontinental Champion, longest reigning, and WWE's United Kingdom Champion. Gunther, excellent career so far. This man is a future World's Heavyweight Champion, in my opinion. Before we head out the door, the top 50 super heavyweights, 50 to 41, from the desk of EAS Entertainment. Wrestling Historian on Facebook, Podbean download all 154 episodes. Follow me in the X at EAS Desk of 2004. Big shout-outs to Robin, Stacey, and Wallace, Ron, in Knoxville, Jonathan, Detroit, Haynes, in West Virginia, Buckshot, and Sue, Lee in Ohio, Grace and Garrett in Midland, Jody in the Sioux, Mom and Dad on Drummond Island, David in Tucson, Kelly in Canton, Michigan, Libya in the Sioux, Landon in Midland, Kim and Brad in Midland, and Michael and Cheyenne in the Sioux, the top 50 super heavyweights ever. We're looking at number 50 to 41 this week. Next week, 40 to 31. Big Ray Candy is at number 50. Sika is at 49. Baron Mikhail Secluda is at number 48. Big Curtis Ayakea is at 47. Bad Leroy Brown at 46. Off of the Wild Simones at 45. Larry the Accenting at 44. Mabel at 43. Jeep Swenson, he's part of world-class championship wrestling. And the great Samu at number 41. Next week, 40 to 31 on the top 50 greatest super heavyweights of all time. EAS Entertainment, copyright 2023. It's cloudy and 36 degrees. In the wrestling capital of the world, Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan. Love you all and have a great day.